What's up, End Times Church? Welcome to the Rumble Reverend Podcast, and this is your host, your brother Nico. Uh, so today I wanted to get on and speak uh, about a news article I read recently uh, on the Christian Post. Um, I follow them on Facebook, and the title of the article said, nearly 70% of people who claim to be born-again Christians say that there is more than one way to heaven, and it's not just Christ. Now, my initial response was then, well, 70% of born-again Christians are wrong, because I, I can just give you one good, solid verse where the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, says, in John chapter 14 verse 6 that he is the way the truth and the life and that no one comes to the Father but through him what are these pastors or quote unquote so called pastors teaching I mean where are the real pastors at in fact you know what so I, I, I can't believe I just said that. That might have to be another podcast because it bothers me that people say, oh, you know, well, we're all the real preachers who preach hell and repentance. Like, well, I'm like, not to tug on my own uh, rope, but hey, I preach against repentance. I preach about sin. I preach about hell. But I hardly get any support because... What's immoral, what's easy, is what draws people. People don't want to be told that they're bad. People don't want to be told that they're going to hell. People don't want to be told that they need to repent. Uh, people don't want to be told that they have to stop doing the sin that they like to do for whatever reasons, whether if it's just pleasure or if it brings them money um, or it just it's something that just pleases them. They don't want to hear about that. You know, they would rather go to church, you know, and not, and listen about how three ways that you can, you know, get God to answer your prayers or five ways on how to, you know, uh, tithe more and, and get more from God, you know, stuff like that, really twisting the, the word of God for profit. Um, in fact, the other night I made a, a comment on Facebook. And it said that these so-called prophets are, are just making profits on the people, on the church. You know, they're, they're, there's all these false prophets. You know, and just like the Lord Jesus has said, and pray that you are not one. Pray and ask the Lord to, to show you grace and mercy. You know, that's one thing I, I do recall uh, praying about. And, and whenever it comes to mind, I pray about it. You know, I don't want to mislead people. I don't want to lie to them. You know, I want to tell them the truth. Because one day, just like everyone else, I have an appointment with God. Just like all my listeners do. And you have to stand before God. God is righteous and holy. And He created and designed everything. And He has commanded and He has given us instruction through the Bible 
Now, some people say, well, I don't understand the Bible. Like, well, yeah, the Bible is spiritually discerned. Without the Holy Spirit, you will not understand the Bible. It'll just be gibberish to you. It won't make sense. The, uh, the Lord won't speak to you through it. If you want God to speak to you, read your Bible. And if you still can't hear, read it out loud. And if you still can't, if that, if you don't want to do that because you're not a good reader, well, Bible apps nowadays will read the word to you out loud, either with your headphones in or through your phone speaker or on your laptop or on your computer. So now there's no excuse. There's no excuse. If you don't like to read, okay, you can listen. Oh, well, it's boring. Like, well, I don't know. I would question your, your salvation because to a believer... Reading the word should not be boring or, com or or heavy or cumbersome. It should be something that you delight in. You know, you look forward to like, God, what, what, what word do you got for me today? Like, what do you want to say? What do you want to tell me? And God sends out his word and his word does not return to him void. So if let's say, for example, you wake up in the morning um, and one of your morning ritual things you do when you get up, you check your phone. And you, maybe you get on your Bible app, like, all right, Lord, what's what's the verse of the day today? What word do you have for me? Bam, whatever that verse is. That that word was not that came across your screen that entered your eyes was not by mistake or coincidence. It was there placed on purpose. That word was for you. Because in in that word, God sent it out and in it will not return to him void and it will do what he had planned for it to do whether to encourage you or to correct you or to, or to plant some truth in you amen but anyway i digress back to the subject uh, like i said john 14 6 jesus proclaimed that there is no way to heaven than through him and later in other passages i don't remember exactly the verse and book and chapter and I'm going to paraphrase it, but basically he's saying that he was the gate and that you have to enter through him. And anyone else who tries to enter in the way is, is, is like a thief and that they will not inherit the kingdom. So I, I hope and pray if you're a Christian who believes that there is more than one way to salvation, um, I'm uh, with all love and respect I'm gonna tell you you're wrong and you need to repent and if you're going to church you need to find a, a better church because whatever they're teaching you at the church you go to is watered down and if uh, or you need to find some other pastors or teach or, or, or preachers that that preach the Word of God now I understand some of you be like well they all do don't they yes but the thing is with a with a preacher who who's got an agenda which is usually money they will twist the word or they'll take the truth and you know line it with some lie you know or they they kind of put their own spin on it and make it and make the word of god say what they want it to say and you have to be careful with that those kinds of things only come spiritually you have to ask god to give you discernment to discern spirits to test spirits and how do you test it be like a berean test it by the word of god you know 
Um, I know I'm going to digress a little bit. Um, I follow some pages on Facebook that, you know, people ask for prayer and, and all that kind of stuff. And these are people who all claim to be believers. And I used, I see how sometimes I could be and how I used to be when I was a new believer. I still pay way too much attention to my feelings rather than God's word. And I know it's hard because feelings are real, but feelings aren't the truth. God's word is the truth. And God's word is perfect. And God's word is never wrong. God is always right. Therefore, ignore your feelings. Don't follow your heart. You know, the world will tell you, follow your heart. Do it. Do you. Do whatever makes you feel better. Treat yourself. But the Bible, Jesus Christ, the Lord, calls us to deny ourselves, to deny ourselves the legitimate pleasures of this world for his sake and you know that's hard you know it's difficult but with help from God through the spirit from reading the word because reading the word renews your mind you may not feel like it's doing anything but it's changing your mind you know God made uh, this whole salvation thing to be by faith and faith alone not by feeling not by opinions you know, uh, it's by faith. Faith in what? Faith in the promises of God. That God is going to do what he said he would do. All the good stuff and the bad stuff. And he tells us all how to do it in the Bible. You need to read it. Not just do devotionals. You got to... I really highly recommend for believers, new and old, if you haven't done it already... Read through the whole New Testament and then read the Old Testament because a lot of what they say in the New Testament is has roots in the Old Testament. I mean, do what you want. Read the Old Testament, read the New Testament, do, do whatever you want. I know for me, I read the New Testament first um, just, the, just because I was really interested in the person of Christ. I wanted to know Christ. So I read the whole first New, uh, the New Testament because before I was just like nitpick you know I'm going to read Jude today uh, you know it's only about a page or two uh, I think I'm going to read you know just nitpicking I'm like you know what I mean this is good and all but I'm like I, I feel like I can get more out of this like you know what I'm going to read through the whole thing and it took me a while it took me a couple months to read through the whole Net New Testament but I did it and I read through the whole New Testament praise God that he gave me grace to read the whole New Testament. And after that, I was like, well, okay, I've just read through the whole New Testament. And well, let me read, try to read through the Old New Testament. And that's taken me a couple of tries. You know, I, uh, I think the first time I think I got through the first four or five books and I got bored and I stopped. And then the, I tried again and I think I got to about like Judges and then I stopped. Um, um, my latest attempt, right now I'm in Isaiah. So this is the farthest I've gotten so far. Praise the Lord that he's giving me grace. But I'm also not putting the pressure on myself 
you know, like make this some kind of idol or make this some kind of religious ritual or anything like that. You know, when I, when I come to read it, I'm coming because I want it. I'm coming because I need it. And I want whatever God has for me in this word to One, give it. Three, zero. Sorry about the interruption. Um, I got a phone call. I'm on the road doing roadside assistance and I got to uh, do a roadside. But anyway, uh, just like I was saying, this is really sad that many so-called born-again Christians believe that they can, they don't have to believe in in Jesus in order to be saved, but like, what we do, the Bible says that, that even Jesus, when he prayed to the Father, that this is eternal life, to know, to know God and to know him, that if you don't have Jesus, you don't have God. And if you don't have Jesus, you don't have salvation. But why is it so important? Why is it Jesus? Well, Jesus is the one who fulfilled all the... Um, what is it called? Uh, and Jesus had fulfilled the prophecies that of the Old Testament. The Old Testament speaks of Christ. Each character, uh, there is a type and a foreshadow. There's types and foreshadows of Christ throughout. And that's kind of what I think throws people off is that, you know, they think that, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it, man. There's just sometimes like I'm going to be reading about something that has nothing to do with what's going on in my life. But then there's a part that like, for example, God speaks. And I don't know what it is, but bam, it just hits, and it, and, it, and it speaks into my situation. It speaks into something about, it doesn't have to even specifically even speak about something that's happened to me right there and then. It could be anything. And, and it's just so good, and it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just powerful. And, and, and God speaks through that. And no other book that I've ever read or anything like that could do that. This book, like the Bible says, it's alive. It's not in... I mean, I've, I've... Like I was mentioning earlier, I've read a lot of the Bible. And I've, there's been things that I've read once. And it had a certain... Under, I had an understanding. And then I read it again another time. You know, during another season. And it, man, it was something different. It was what I learned before and what I just learned. And it's just like, wow, that's so amazing. So, man, we need to pray that more people would, in particular, born-again Christians would, would get the word. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you, to your throne of grace, to receive mercy and grace in our time of need. We have born-again Christians, a 70 percentile in a, in, a, in, a, in a news article, they did a study, Lord, and they, these so-called born-again Christians say that, that Jesus is not the only way to heaven, and we know that's a lie from the pit of hell, so the Lord rebuke you, Satan, in Jesus' name, the Lord rebuke you, 
the Lord rebuked that lie. And we just pray, God, for churches, Christian churches. Feed your people, God. Send real pastors, real preachers, real evangelists who, who preach the real word. Convict the hearts of these pastors who, who have been just after money and just after fame. Convict their hearts, God, so that they would turn from their wicked ways and that they would be washed from all iniquity by the blood of Christ and that they would repent and by repenting they would go back to their churches and start preaching the stuff that isn't popular, the stuff that's needed. We need the word. We need your correction. Lord, your word in Psalm 23 says that your rod and your staff, they comfort us. And then your word says that if, if we're not corrected by God, then we're just bastard children. We're not his. So Lord, correct your children. There's remnant in the churches. There's people there who are there, but they're being taught the wrong thing. But we also know, God, that in the end times, that there would be a great falling away. But I pray for those who are called and sanctified and preserved in Christ. I pray for them. I pray for those, for your people, God. Send your word to your people. And we pray for the lost. But we pray for these churches, Lord. And we pray that if there are believers there um, and, they, and they are convicted, that they would leave, God. Let them leave and go find a, a, a good Bible-believing church. That, that, that preaches the word, that preaches the truth, that will save their souls, that, oh, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Thank you, God. Thank you for, for, for those who are faithful to preaching the truth and faithful to preaching the word of God without trying to twist it and make it sound, uh, make, make their opinion your word and vice versa. God, we don't want people like that. In our lives. God, deliver us from false preachers. Lord, you said that in the end times that there would be many false prophets and they would even come from among us. Oh God, your word is true. So we just pray for for these churches where the where most of these so-called born-again Christians are who believe that there is more than one way. But Lord, your word says in John 14, 6 that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And that no one comes to the Father but through Jesus Christ. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. Um, I'm going to probably, you know, as I go along, I will um, share. I know that um, last few days I didn't got anything. And I don't know, I just read this article and just like, man, we really got to pray about this. And we got to talk about this. And because um, the word says that. You know, we have to expose the dark works of evil. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to report end times stuff and also to expose darkness with light. So anyway, please continue to pray for me uh, and this podcast. Uh, just a quick update. You know, I've been doing roadside assistance and it's been getting a little better. Uh, I'm getting a lot more experience as I go. Uh, I'm enjoying it. But I'm just, you know, hoping and praying that, you know, this leads to something. I really, I enjoy doing this. I like it. Um, also, just continue to pray for us to be able to find a place. I know me and my wife were praying last night, you know, because I had asked her, you know, like, 
what is it that she likes in a house? Where is it that she wants to live? And, and not just, you know, bulldoze and take over and make the decision and, and not take her, take her opinion. You know, just, I don't want to disregard her. You know, God made a woman for man. And, you know, the Bible says that if God is giving you a wife, that, that that's favor. That's God's favor. And he's given men, he has given us our wives so that our wives can help us. They can give us a, a view and an angle that we can't see. They can see our blind side. They can say, hey, you know what? Maybe that might not be the best idea. You know, I'm seeing this. Um, I know that uh, sometimes things go a lot better when I work with my wife rather than just trying to do everything myself. So I, I, I uh, encourage that to the men. And anyway, uh, God bless you. May mercy and peace and love be multiplied to you.